Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi! Hi! Welcome to the January 6th through 10th whole week we got all five episodes i don't remember the last time that happened before christmas i think it was before thanksgiving oh right because we're uh, the... getting preempted before yep, thanksgiving yep, yep. you're right so thank you we're finally back to all five episodes i feel like we could have done without thursday though nothing i feel like we started so <laughs> strong we and did then it's just like eh. yeah I didn't take any notes for Thursday, and as I was watching it, I was like, I don't really need to take a note on this. It's just kind of keeping the storyline going, but it's yeah. not anything exciting. I didn't take any for Friday, oh. because I was just like, oh, okay. So, I think I took one. Yeah, do you want to do, because we, so we acknowledged the fact that last week we were sick, and we're both feeling better this week? Somewhat, most Somewhat. of the way. Okay. I'm like 95%. So still have a little cough and stuffy nose. But right. Yeah, the stuffy nose is what's killing me. I was uh, doing the Flonase spray before I walked in here because I was like, I don't want to. So you're so. sniffling a lot. Yeah, it's exactly. not what you think. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, all right, do you want to start? I like that Joss learned all the Turkish traditions. That was so cute. And I said, and now we all learned something cultural because... <laughs> I was gonna say, Shannon Google tie that into our German lessons. Now we know all about. Yeah, so I decided this week. You know, we always talk about what Liesl says in German, and then I translate it. We're gonna start posting that on Instagram. Too. I think that's a great idea. So, and when, someone said something. Oh, she always speaks in German. I was like, yeah, we always translate it on yes. the podcast. Now we're just gonna put it on Instagram too. It's called Learn German with Liesl. <laughs> Should it just be Learn with Liesl or Learn German with Liesl. Sometimes she says other things that aren't in German that are pretty good lessons. So mm -hmm. it could just be learned with Liesl and you'd still be good. Yes. So in Turkey, 
December 24th and 25th are completely normal work days. No one celebrates or exchanges gifts. Okay. New Year's Eve in Turkey is basically like Christmas, too. Okay. And I got this from Fethi Yee Times. Okay. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that. It's F-E-T-H-I-Y-E Times.com. Sounds good to me. A Turkish Christmas celebrating Noel on New Year's Eve. And because I was like, they exchange red underwear? Yeah, whatever. They the... do. Why? So Turkish traditions. It should come as no surprise that the Turks have their own special traditions for the night marking the start of the new year. Do not be offended if you happen to receive a pair of red panties as a gift. It is considered good luck to don a pair of red underwear at the stroke of midnight for a fruitful, fruitful and promising new year. Another tradition involves smashing a pomegranate on your front door. At the midnight mark, there is also the less messy option of sprinkling salt on your doorstep, all in an effort to usher in prosperity and good fortune for the years to follow, for the year to follow. You're also supposed to open up the tap on your water, so like turn your faucet on. Okay. By le- and letting the water run is also believed to bring good abundance and good fortune. To bring money into your life, you're supposed to unlock a padlock at the stroke of midnight. And if it is travel that you seek. Take a short stroll at midnight, as it is believed you will bring journeys into your life. Yeah. And she said what? Matlu Yelar? Okay. Is, she said it, and I probably yeah. just totally mispronounced it, but that's actually what it is. That's awesome. So I I love that they do that. Yes. You can learn from soap operas. I'm totally buying everybody red underwear next year. Right? And we're all going to wear them on New Year's Eve. Yes. We should put that in the merchandise store. We should. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. Idea. Do you have any crazy New Year's things that you do every year that your kids make fun of you for? No. We we get Chinese, which I just grew up doing that. I don't know why, but so many people I know do it. Yeah. So I don't know why. But we just get Chinese food, and we always open up our fortune cookies at midnight, and then we stick them on the fridge. You know, I mean, we don't believe in them, but it's, right. it's fun. And it started a couple years ago that JD and I started watching, like, movie series uh-huh. because we were home without the kids. I think we might have both been sick. And so he's like, we should watch Lethal Weapon. And so it was the first time I'd ever watched Lethal Weapon. And then the next year we watched Die Hard. And then we've done, so we just did oh, the movie cute. series. This. I don't know. And typically there's something that I've never seen. So it's fun. And that's what we do. What about you? I always get a scratchy ticket. Okay. It's an lottery ticket for everyone. And we have to put our shoes outside with money in it before the new year. And then after New Year's, you bring it back in. So it symbolizes that all the money went out of your house at the end of the year. But now it's all going to come back in for the new year. Why do you do that? But my mom always did that. Is it an Irish thing? I have no idea. I should know this. I have no clue. But but my mom always did it, so I do it. And it's really funny because we always remember at, like, 11 o'clock, and it's freezing outside, and the kids are like, let's walk outside with no shoes on and um, money shoe outside. And then after midnight, you know, obviously everyone toasts the kids with their fake wine and stuff. Right. And then they get a scratchy ticket, and then they go to bed. And how Carly opened up that fresh bottle when we – Yes. Talk about that. We waited until midnight this year to oh, pop it just in case. Good idea. Yes. I was kind of. Anyway, yeah, I just wondered. 
No, that's, I like that. We should have talked about that on the New Year's Eve episode. Yeah, I think I just said, like, oh, we have a little party. I don't think I went into any other traditions. So I'm no. glad that next year the kids are going to be like, wait, we're putting our shoes outside and we have to go put our red underwear on. I was <laughs> like, yes. And you have to smell the pomegranate and sprinkle salt and turn on the faucet yes. and go for a walk. I don't know if I'm going to go for a walk. You got to unlock a padlock. I don't know if I could do that, especially if it's been a really good New Year's Eve. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Maybe you should not be walking. You're on a hill, too. On a... <laughs> right. Yeah. No walking and no trying to do anything complicated. I think I can handle red underwear and turning on a faucet and sprinkling some salt. Yes. There we go. But I just thought that was really interesting. It was. I love when they bring real-life stuff into the storyline. So what about Joss kissing him? That felt so... That was Trina's fault. <laughs> like, I would have so yelled at my friend, why did you put this idea did. in my head? She didn't yell as much as I would have, because I don't think that Jocelyn really was there. Mm-mm. I think she's kind of oblivious to how Cam feels about her and Dev. Yeah. And so it was Trina saying it. Do you think Trina knows what she's doing? Do you think that Trina's trying to get Jocelyn and Dev together so that she can go after Cameron? Because I'm really hoping that they don't do that to her. I'm hoping they don't do that to her either. And she likes Dev. Yeah, but she's really liking Cameron. I think. I'm getting the vibe like that I, she's really we liking We talked Cameron. about it before. They need some teenagers, even if you don't see them on screen, that they have relationships with or that they're crushing on because to have the four of them only be able to like each other is going to get way too complicated yeah no absolutely i just thought it was weird i was not expecting that response from dev he was just like no yeah and i did think it was sweet that he said that he respected sunny and carly too much right but you would think that he would have been panicking more not just so cool about it right maybe he didn't want to make her feel bad i guess on instagram speaking of Trina, Becky4005, do we know what Trina's mom does for a living? She could be the parole officer. Oh. She was talking about, I thought the number of times Sam, Jason, and Diane said the parole officer's name was suspicious. Do we know what Trina's mom does for a living? Oh, uh-huh. good catch. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that was good. You know, we've been wanting her family yes. history, so what if? Yeah. But her last name's different. I wrote it down. Yeah, but Trina could have her dad's last name. Right. Really no, I mean. I don't have the same last name as my kids. Huh, yeah, yeah, I like that. I thought that I like was that. interesting. I did not. It, I didn't even think about it. I thought they they kept saying parole officer, parole officer, parole mm-hmm. officer. And I was like, we know what you're talking about. You don't have to keep saying it. So, right. yeah. But do you think that I would think that it would be like a point of contention between Trina and Joss because you would think that her mom wouldn't want her hanging out with Joss because her stepdad is Sunny. True. So I feel like that would have already been an established I agree. Conflict. Yeah. You know, like Mac. He didn't want Robin hanging around Jason. Right. So yeah, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We will see. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, her name is Dol- Dolores Maloney. Okay. Yeah. Found it. Good job. After we're done talking about see, it. See, it doesn't matter. I just have, like, random notes about the whole Nina and Valentine wedding stuff still. Okay. And then Ava and Nicholas that we'll obviously get into in a second. But... Nina left the party, or the wedding, whatever, and was by the skating rink and is like, oh, I need to go to the liquor store. What liquor store is open at you? It had to be like 2 a.m. on New Year's Eve Everybody, at that point. Port Charles is very busy. I wrote that yes. somewhere. I was like, why is everyone doing stuff? Everyone is out. And then going back to just the Nicholas and Ava wedding part, there was no dresses there that Ava could have borrowed to I wear. I like that. 
<laughs> I liked her robe. I'm okay. sorry. I thought it was a cool robe. But you're you right. Know it works for a fashion magazine. Right. You know there had to be a full closet of clothes up there. Absolutely, yeah. They are pretty much the same size. There was nothing else that you could wear other than a robe. Maybe she was actually being respectful and not raiding Nina's closet. I wouldn't be that respectful on my wedding day. Even if it's a fake wedding, I want to look good. But you don't have a dress to wear. Where do we have rings? Did you see her ring? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Where did that come Where from? Where did that come from? Yeah. Do you have, like, spare diamonds? Not like that. <laughs> what the heck? I don't know. So, maybe yeah. that, maybe she rated that. Maybe she picked which one she was going to rate, dress or ring. Oh, well, that's true. That would be a good decision. Or, I mean, it is the Cassidine castle. It's maybe. I, they yeah. might have a stash of they could. rings somewhere. You never know. I need to find a man like that. If I look at your stash of rings, I'll take that one. And then, in New York, can you get married? Instantly, like in Vegas. Oh, everybody's asking, like, okay, how did, when did they get their marriage certificate? Yeah. How did that, they had no witnesses. Right. You know, how did all of this happen? Okay. I am Ava Jerome on Instagram, and it's underscore in between each name. Yeah. Allow me to introduce Ava Cassidine of the House of Windermere, first of her name, the unethable lady of Spoon Island, protector of vodka and olives, <laughs> breaker of chains, and mother of no Fs, otherwise known as Ava Jerome. Love that it. was the best. <laughs> I mean, that's a long monogram, but love it. I I racked up when I read that. I was like, man, she covered all the bases. I like that, too. That was good. Yes. Don't you hate when you're listening to a great podcast and suddenly you're interrupted by an ad? I know. Thank goodness Stitcher lets us listen to our favorite podcasts like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, and many more ad-free for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to Stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Use promo code PEER54 for one month free on us. So when Kevin was trying to talk to Ava... Yeah. I mean, he really had her best interest at heart. He did. I mean, it was really sincere. I really liked the Kevin that we saw this week. Yes. Because we always talk about how he and Laura are weird. Yeah. But then when he was talking to Nicholas, because at first I wrote down, Nicholas wasn't even around when Laura married Kevin. How did he know? Right. You know? And then he said something, you make my mom happy. And Kevin said, Laura's happiness always comes with a touch of melancholy. Yes. I'm like, that sums up Laura's life. Perfectly. Perfectly. I mean, every single yes. Now, I think Kevin is weird. I think Kevin is just weird. Kevin and Laura are weird, but he always has her back. Yeah. Like, when Laura was yelling at Nicholas and Lulu went to step in, he was like, no, just let your mother go. Uh Uh-uh. She has a right to go off. Your brother did something awful. And how about that slap? Yes! That was the best! But it was even better when he was talking to Elizabeth later and she said, I don't know if I want to kiss you or slap you. And he was like, please don't slap me. That's already happened. I really feel like he has good chemistry. I felt like he already had an established relationship with everybody. Yeah. He's doing a really good job. He is. He is. Establishing that rapport. But I mean, Laura's face, the whole time that he's talking, you know, it's such the disappointed mother. Right. Yeah. She had it. I don't blame her. For smacking him, and all of it was about Spencer. It had nothing to do with her. Exactly. It all had to do with, you just did this to your son. Right. She did fake her death at one time, too. True. But didn't she very quickly come back? I think so. I mean, it was, Tom Hardy was helping with it. 
I think it was maybe, it wasn't that long that she, quote, died. Okay. And not that that's okay because it's still grief. And I doubt that the reason was over money. I think that's right. the problem. Right. Is Nicholas did all this. Not that it's not a lot of money and you wouldn't be tempted to definitely do what you could to get it back. But he sacrificed his son's happiness over the bottom line. And that wasn't right. Right. My favorite line of all of that was when Nicholas told Lulu and them that they were going to get married. And Lulu said, then go on a date. Don't get married. <laughs> right. They were talking about all of their chemistry. Isn't Nicholas still married to Hayden, too? Uh-huh. Okay. I think that's where all of – I don't know. But why does Ava not know that? I think she should. And that's the – I don't know. Okay. Or – because I, I thought that was the whole reason Hayden was in the story. So when when she brought back Charlotte, so right. uh, or back Violet, sorry. So why, why Ava? Why Ava's smarter than that? Well, because Sam had to divorce Jason when she came when he came back, so that she could marry Drew, right? You know, so we should be having to do the same thing. I do feel bad for Ava though, because I really feel she knows that she doesn't want to be married to him, right? You know? Yeah. But she has a right to want the power play, though. Yeah. I mean, he messed with her. Well, and that's her payback. Yeah. She's like, you... It's not about the money in her case. It's about the payback. And he totally deserves it for telling her that Kiki was in hell. If he had left Kiki out of it. Yes. It would have been... I mean, it would have been mean, but it would have been been horrible. But that was just... Across manipulative cruel yeah you know it wasn't just oh i can take it I, manipulative it was cruel yeah it was absolutely yep so yeah she deserves to get whatever she's going to get out of this in the end and he deserves whatever's coming to him so i did not see valentine potentially not being a cassadine yes that i never registered with me no me neither so who's the dad i don't know I saw people online were saying Luke, and I, no, I don't want to. I mean, that matchup always seemed weird. Helena always seemed so much older than Luke to begin with. Not when she was Elizabeth Taylor, but as Constance Towers, yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I don't want that to be it. That would be so complicated. Well, and Luke's gone. Yeah, well, unless was... Tony Gary's coming back. Oh, that would be awesome. No, we just went through this with Tracy. <laughs> I love you guys, but you need to stay gone. Yeah, you can't have... Valentine from Luke and then Nicholas from Laura. Like that's just no. Ew. Yeah. I I said no. The answer is no. I'm sticking with that. I don't know who the dad will be though. Maybe just some random guy. Maybe it could be someone not exciting. And that's why she had to pretend like mm. Nikos was his dad. I did not cry when Charlotte said goodbye to Valentine, but I was also doped up on cough medicine. But I knew. I was like, Amanda's going to ask me if I cry. I'm, I'm proud of you for not crying because I felt like that was overdramatic. She was saying goodbye to him like it was goodbye forever. Even yeah. if he gets arrested, it's not goodbye forever. Whoever has He has custody, not been arrested yet, right? Right. He okay. hasn't been arrested yet. And whoever ends up, if he does go to jail, whoever ends up with custody is still going to have to allow communication there. Well, and then... Lulu's going on and on and on about how she's going to go after full custody because Charlotte's traumatized. And I wrote, um, Charlotte might have been traumatized by being kidnapped under your watch, Lulu. Yes. Oh, and also when she felt like she could jump off the pier. Right. Yeah. Both traumatic. And she came to that realization with that Friday when she was like, oh my gosh, 
Charlotte jumped off the pier because Nicholas was being her bodyguard. It's his fault that she jumped off the pier. No, you were standing there not watching her well enough, too busy making out with your she boyfriend. No, but we also talked about the fact that she was going to jump no she matter what. She was going to jump no matter what, but the delayed rape. I don't know. Not that it would have made a difference. Luckily, he pulled her out of the water and everything was fine. But, yeah, it's, it's not, not Nicholas's like, fault. It's not like nothing bad has happened to Charlotte when she's with Lulu. And I feel like everyone is forgetting that. Yeah. And for once, Maxie was looking at the big picture. Yeah. And said, wait until all the court stuff happens because you may end up with custody anyway. Right. Without putting everyone through an awful court hearing. Right. Without her having to initiate and instigate and be seen in that right. way. And where does Lulu have all this money from? She's the Spencer. Well, Spencer's didn't, I mean, they I, did, but they didn't have that much money. She also wrote Haunted Star, though. I guess so. Oh, does Haunted Star make that much money? Because she calls her attorney for everything. Yeah. And if you thought you were going to end up with custody anyway, you would let it sit till it all just fell off that way. You wouldn't waste money on an attorney. Yeah, but she didn't know that until after Maxie said that to and her. she should have known that. Well, Thank you, Maxie, for explaining it. Listen, to your we've friends, all been in that situation, on. though. That you, the first thing that comes to your mind is whatever. Yeah, I did like how Peter and Maxie dealt with Charlotte. Yes. How stupid are they, though? That oh, when my Valentine's God. like, can, Maxie, can you take Charlotte out of the room? And I'm like, but it's her bedroom, and she should be sleeping. Yeah, I understand that he wanted to right. hurt Peter and take Charlotte, but still, yes. Well. For Maxie to be like, oh, Peter needs me? Okay, Charlotte, stay here. Like, she's not going to go with her dad? Come on. Right. No. And then, well, I thought it was funny when Valentine said, because she said, don't move. Yeah. And, and he said, second, move. move. <laughs> I loved that. Yes. I think that was the first time we really saw Valentine be funny. Yes. That I, was cute. I thought it was funny, at least. That was cute. I did think it was interesting back to the park where everybody is at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. There was no reaction from Finn, Anna, Mac, and Felicia in the background about Nicholas being alive. Nope. Like, they're just standing there like, no. <laughs> no reaction. No reaction. And then Alexis didn't even know. Yeah. You know? And she finds out in Carly's kitchen. I bet Carly really enjoyed getting that information, though. Like, oh, I know something you don't know. I don't know, because she was so on board with everyone knowing. Yeah. I feel like she would have. I don't know. I like to think that that's one of those things that she can set aside and be like, okay, your nephew's alive. You got to go. You can still set things aside, but be happy that you have the knowledge first. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Oh, Valentine and everyone seems upset with Nina for everything. It wasn't her fault that Nicholas was coming back. No. Why are we upset with her? I understand the wedding part, but she didn't unfold all the rest of that. No, but, I mean, Valentine even said, I now understand why these people are wedding. You. Oh, she 100% yeah. was setting him up to look stupid and call him out on the surface stuff about Sasha and whatever. But I don't think she was going to, I don't think she knew that Valentine wasn't a Cassidine. No, no, so no. And the way that played out, it was kind of like Nicholas said, oh, you know, Nita knew all this stuff. It, to me, it felt like he was saying, Nina knew that you're not a Cassidine and she's just playing around. But she didn't know she that. She only knew that Nicholas was alive. Yeah. Or assumed that Nicholas was alive. Right. She actually did not actually see him. Know. Exactly. Exactly. I was happy 
with how Ava explained to Laura, though. And Laura did seem to give her some grace with yeah the whole rationale behind it and everything. I thought it was funny when Julian, he was like, so you're now married to Nicholas Cassadine that is, was dead. <laughs> She's like, yep, yeah. And I fell from the parapet. Right. And he said, what the hell's a parapet anyway? <laughs> According to Webster's Dictionary, because I've actually always wondered this. I'm like, what exactly is it? A parapet is a wall, rampart, or elevation of earth or stone to protect the soldiers. They are not doing a good job. No. With everyone falls off it. Yeah. No one's protected by the parapet. Uh-uh. It's very dangerous. It is. Let's but just call it a balcony. Maybe it's safe enough. Well, way. it could be a balcony, but it's more of... You know how when you look at a castle and there's around the top, like you see squared off portions and then it's flat and then yeah. squared off like up and then flat. Right. That's the parapet. Got it. Yep. So it could be a very thin I area. I need to spend more time in castles. I mean, listen, if we have to. <laughs> feel like that's the moral of today's We are dedicated podcast. to our research. More castles and more people that have just an array of diamond rings for you to choose from. Yes. That's what I hope the new year brings for me. <laughs> An array of diamond rings and castles. Yeah. So I took, I didn't take any notes on Thursday. I really didn't. So going to Friday, Crimson working with Deception. I don't understand why that was such a big blow up. You know that at the end of the day, Nina has to say yes. I don't think that Nina knew that Sasha was going to be the face of Deception, did she? No. But I think that was the blind side. I think Maxie's getting PO'd though. Yes. Do you think she's going to go to Deception? I think that she might consider starting her own magazine. She's running everything. Yeah. She's running everything. And she called Nina out on it. Yeah. I mean, she was really firm, and she was, she did it the right way. Right, because Nina wants Maxie to be in charge when Nina doesn't feel like doing anything because her life is in such whatever. Yeah. And then the second that Maxie starts making a decision and Nina's there, she's like, oh, I'm the boss. No, you weren't here for the past three weeks because... Right. You're just crazy. Yeah. So I'm glad that that deal is going to work out. It only makes sense, though. I don't see why. I understand the initial shock, but why would you say no at the end of the day? It's a great business proposition. Right. So, and then the only, well, I have about Michael offering to help Brad. That felt weird to me also. I get his intention, but in any type of real scenario, how would you make that work? I get that he runs the LQ or whatever, but... Like you said, there's two nannies though. Like available already. The, okay. I feel I feel like I feel like he wouldn't leave Wiley at the Corinthos just like nonstop. I know it's happened here or there because yeah. Lucas is Carly's brother, but I don't know. That just doesn't seem like and that part is an emergency. She's supposed to take care True. of her. I hope they're paying her well. Because Avery is at an age where she wants to constantly yep. be moving. Then you have this new baby to take care of that has extra attention. Yep. And then you're going to throw Wiley in there that's an active two-year-old? Well, Wiley and Avery can keep each other company. I don't feel like they're going to, though, because Avery's older than Wiley. Yeah. I mean, they'll play together, but I feel like Wiley is going to need more constant supervision than Avery is. But I think that it's, I mean, it's a temporary situation. True. But she should ask for a raise. Yes. Just giving her some advice. Demand some more money. They have it. It's okay. You'll get it. My favorite line from Friday was Nicholas with Elizabeth, and she was yelling at him about Ava, and he was like, I'll see your Ava and raise you, Franco. And I was like, ha, ha, that's really funny. But she was right. But I love Franco. Yeah. 
Again, Nicholas is all focused on the money. Yeah. And how has he still not? I understand Spencer's apparently not answering his phone, but let's not just go tell everyone in Port Charles before you hey, tell your son. He's going to be on Facebook before That's you what I'm this. talking about. I'm like, he's going to see it scrolling. Oh my gosh, there's my dad. Yeah. That's exactly how it would happen in real life if he doesn't make contact soon. Speaking Absolutely. of which, please respect people's personal things, personal weddings, funerals, death notices, things like that. Don't post until the person come back alive, notices, you know, <laughs> resurrected from the dead. Don't post before the person directly impacted. Yeah. We need to talk about Jason and Sam. I felt like that was anticlimactic still this week. I felt like it was dumb. Yeah. That too. I said, I understand wanting to see your boyfriend, but it's not worth it if you could go back to jail or lose the kids. Hashtag Team Alexis. Right. Because she was totally right. And Carly said all proud. Alexis said, whose great idea was this? And Carly says all proud. Oh, it was mine. No. Well, But then Sam says to her, do you really think that was such a great idea? Sam, you're a big girl. You made the decision. You showed up there. And she even, said no uh, to Carly plenty of times. Even Robert called her out. When they were at the police station, well, you two don't seem surprised to see each other. Right. Be a little more discreet. You're a PI and a mobster. Right. You have to have a little better discretion. Yeah. Skills. I do like that they're trying to negotiate with Robert. Oh, yeah. But I'm just glad that everyone else is calling them out on. Yes. Like, Diane's like, no, knock this off mm-hmm. or you're going to undo right. everything. Be grateful for the break that you got to come out on Christmas and spend it with your kids. Don't jeopardize it. And not that at any time it's justifiable, but if this had been, oh, I haven't seen you in three months, six months, like, I just need to see you. Okay, that makes sense, but you can't go a couple of days. Yeah. I mean, you go on a business trip, you miss your husband, but you go the couple of days, right? Right. Treat parole like a business trip. Exactly. So we did put out on Twitter, what do you think about Alexis's lecturing Sam on today's episode? 65% 65% of people agreed, oh, which yeah. I was really surprised that it was that low. I thought it was going to be higher, higher because 35% disagreed. B-Dub said, I hate the storyline, but you were lucky enough to get parole. You don't take these kind of risks. Exactly. exactly what we just said. And then Kathy Lee said, always disagree with Alexis when it comes to Jason. But I feel like they already remedied that back at Christmas. Whatever she said to him, I won't yeah. judge whenever you disappear anymore or whatever. Yeah. This is just flat out breaking the rules, and you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. And again, it's not just the rules. It's the law that they could both wind up. Right. And again, if it was just the two of you, you're allowed to be selfish. Do whatever you want. But once you have kids, them and Nicholas and Hayden, they all need to take Are they not allowed to contact each other, too? So are they not allowed to FaceTime or text each other? I don't know how those what those rules are. Probably not, because it made it seem like they needed a go-between as far as transferring Danny back and forth. Okay. So I'm assuming it's a no-contact order. Okay. That's just... Mm. I did like, though, that Sunny was okay with the coffee getting... I didn't understand why they didn't report it stolen. Neither did I. Okay. And then Jason had to go to Jordan, and, I mean, that just puts you in a bad light. Yeah. Same. My shipment got I don't, stolen and I, it was I, coffee. I don't get how that makes you look not guilty. If I woke up tomorrow and my car was stolen, the first thing I would do is call the police and say my car is stolen. Whether I knew who stole it or not, I would freight. If I'm trying to say, oh, no, my car is stolen and look innocent, that's the phone call I'm going to make. 
I'm not going to wait for the police to call me and be like, hey, do you notice that your car was stolen? Oh, yeah, I guess it got left on the side of the road. I, right, it just and didn't torched make out and yeah. nothing. Yeah. And we did a head count of the drivers, and they were all here. Okay, but you still didn't call the police about the missing shipment? Well, wasn't the shipment empty, too? Yes. So that even looks more suspicious. If, if it really was all coffee, because he said it was. He said it was Why legit actually all coffee. coffee. Yeah. You know, then it's And I believe that, because Sunny's not supposed to be moving drugs or guns, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I need that to unfold more, because right now I'm just like, that made you look more guilty than innocent. I don't understand what you're doing. I did like at the end of Friday when Sunny said torching the coffee truck was just rude. Yeah. It reminded me of <laughs> Stephanie from Full House. Right. I just kept thinking, <laughs> how rude. <laughs> the last thing that I have is Finn was pretty assertive this week, and I liked it. He got a little bit of a backbone. He's not a complete pushover, but he is... He doesn't necessarily bend, but he also doesn't stand up for what did, what things. What did he do? He, like, told Anna, oh, like, the okay. whole speech about, you know, being a mom and everything, and then calling Jax, and when he was like, okay, I'm just going to cut right to the chase. This is why he, this is why Hayden left. Yes. You that, know, I, I wasn't remembering the part with Anna. I don't remember him saying anything. But, yeah, him with Jax. It was when it's Anna was fault. trying to figure out, should she say something about should she turn Peter in? Should yes. she not? And yes, he yes, was yes. like, he said something about, this doesn't reflect on you as a parent, basically. Because right. parents feel guilty for everything. everything. Yeah. Thank you for refreshing my memory. That must have happened Thursday when I was like, something good I think it on. did happen Thursday, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I liked that he... I want to know what, talking about Hayden, what Nicholas is going to say to Elizabeth. I know. Because she's like, oh, now we can get hated back. Blah, blah, blah. She's going to be so excited to see you. Yeah, first of all, why would she ever be excited to see him? They did not part on good terms. I mean, I know that now we have right. whatever their disagreements aside, you know, they're collaborating, were collaborating. Whatever. Right, but I thought the only reason they were collaborating again was her to get more money because they're still right. married. Right. Okay. So, and Elizabeth doesn't know that they are collaborating. Right. You know? When Nicholas died, they were not no. the happy newlyweds, you no. know? So, yeah. this is That's the story I need to develop more. That and the whole coffee business, I'm just confused on how we're going to get there. Not where we're going, even. Just uh-huh. how are we getting there? Because I don't see it all connecting right now. And now we know that Jordan's friend passed away from a drug overdose. Yes. So, apparently not a user to her knowledge. Right. So, I don't know. Wasn't there a thing, wasn't that why she was undercover in D.C. She before was. was, there was, like, bad drugs? I think all so. all drugs aren't bad, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They were laced with something. I think so. So is that what Maybe he got back? hooked. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's her partner from back then. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know, but I feel we need more information if we're just going to be doing Right, they just keep, like, like, interjecting three sentences, and then they walk away from it. And you're yeah. like, wait, I have a question. Hold on, go right. back. Wait, wait, who? <laughs> Exactly. But also, if that's the case, and a cop wound up somehow becoming addicted to the drugs that he was trying, I mean, that I know happens. that that happens. Uh-huh. That would be actually a good storyline to be going through. Yep. So, maybe that's just what they're trying to do. Maybe they're yeah. going to bring it out. Because Curtis got that information on the down low. Right. So, maybe they need more information before they can expose it, because right now people are going to question, how do you even know that? Right. Exactly. But yeah, so that's all that I have for this week. Yeah, me too. That's it. It was a good week, except for Thursday didn't need to be there. Except for your thin obsession. Is it my you know what it's time for. You're giving me that look. Is it time? <laughs>
reality check. Nothing, nothing too crazy this week. Madeline's teacher announced, so Madeline missed Thursday, Friday of that first week going back because she wasn't feeling well. So she came home Monday with a letter from her teacher saying that she was taking an educational sabbatical and that Friday would be her last day. Why? I feel like whatever she's doing, she's a great teacher. She's a lovely person. I feel like the ends do justify the means for her. But me, as overprotective little parent, Madeline loved her. And so I'm like, you're abandoning my child. I feel like if you're a K through three teacher, you should not be allowed to leave unless it's an extreme well, emergency because the kids, they get so attached. You're like a second mommy to them. Let's hope that everything's okay though. Did it say it why? Educational. Yeah. Educational sabbatical. What does that mean? That she's going back to school. Oh no, that's not. No. Yeah. I thought you meant like she's taking a sabbatical from edu- oh, no, from no, no, being no. in education. And I'm like, Sorry. okay, but why? No. Yeah. Yeah. She's going back to school and. I feel like that's something you would have known. I don't, yeah. I, I feel like we should have had more notice and not that you're ever prepared for it, especially at seven, but yeah, that one was really sad. She met the new teacher last week and luckily it's one of the cheer moms. Okay. So that worked out really well. For her. If it would have been a stranger, it, it really, it's an adjustment. Like there's seven, quit. You're right. With something like that, there should have been more of a transition period. I mean, I remember when I was in third grade, my teacher was adopting. Oh, okay. But we got updates. Yeah. While she was getting, like, going through the adoption process. And then we knew when yeah. she was leaving, the woman taking over for her stepped in. But she had been there for probably a couple. I mean, when you're that age, it seems like forever. She was probably there maybe a week or two. Okay. But so we got used to her. Right. With the old teacher. And we were happy because we were part of the journey where she got her kid. Yes. Yes. You know, so that was fun. Yeah, see, and I feel like that's what she missed out on, because she was really good about sharing. She has two children um, that have hearing issues, and so she was really good. She would teach the kids something new in sign language every week, and they would talk about her kids for Christmas. The new America Girl doll for this year has a hearing aid, and so she was talking about, oh, for Christmas, her daughter got the new America Girl. And so, yeah, that was, like, invested in her life, Mm -hmm. and then you're like, oh, I'm leaving. Maybe that's what she's going to school for, though, to further her education with that's what I kind of assume. Like, I okay, then good for her. With the that. end goal is worth it for her, but selfishly, I wanted to be like, can't you take classes at night, or can't you wait till the summertime to do this? Because I have a friend who has a degree in sign language, and it took her years. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was that. Yeah. Involved. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we wish her the best of luck, and I feel like the new teacher is going to be a good fit because Madeline, the little girls on our cheer team, so Madeline knows her and all that kind of stuff, but. It was definitely leading up to Friday till we knew who the new teacher was. Like, I had her name. I just didn't know who she was. Right. Um, Leading up to Friday, I was like, oh, no, we're going to have a major meltdown, and this is going to be awful. But it was not. But the kids also only have the trouble that you – True. Not only, but if they see you freaking out, they're going to freak out. That's one thing I've learned. Not saying that she would not freak out on her own. Right, right, right. No, I totally talked it up of, oh, the new teacher's going to be great, blah, 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 because you are not to project your issues. So that was good. And then um, this week started cookie sales. So if you need any Girl Scout cookies, find the We'll put the the link in our show notes. We'll put it on our website. Oh, there you go. And if you don't want to buy from us, go ahead and find your local Girl Scouts. You can go online and 
find booths close to you. Like, they have really gone high tech. A lot of booths take the debit cards and credit cards. Yeah. Like, there's a new gift box option this year. Yes. I like that. So, you can buy five boxes for $29, and they come in a gift box. In a gift box. And yeah. you can donate to the troops. You can always so donate to the troops. So if you don't want to order them for yourself, that's one of my favorite yeah. options, because I have, you're my favorite Girl Scout. Thank you. So, I order the bulk from you, but then I just found out I have three girls in my office that are also Girl Scout moms. Yes. And I want to support right. each it's, one. I'm just going to send boxes to the troops, because that's I scary. necessarily don't need. Yes. Yeah, no, it's a great option. And if you don't want to do any of that, because I understand my kids love Girl Scout cookies, and they, at least in our area, are $5 a box now. And I think that's a lot of money if you have multiple kids to be yep. like, oh, here, blah, blah, blah. If you don't want to get into all that, you can just make a donation to your local troop. Right. And that money goes right towards whatever they're fundraising for. For us, it's we always go to camp during the summer. So. This has been an unpaid sponsorship. Yeah, for the Scout Scout cookies. Get your cookies here. So, But Amanda's a great. That's actually how we met. So if you want to hear our start story, (laughs) go back to the very first episode of our podcast where we share that we met through Girl Scouts. Scouts. So it's a dream. Without Girl Scouts, we wouldn't have this podcast. Exactly. Yay. My cookies because they're what started everything. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, she's excited for, like, booth sales and all that stuff. The older girls don't really care, but Madeline. She gave a order form to like all of my friends that work in offices and was like, "Here you go, saw some cookies." She gave a flyer to each of like we said one to her dad and then one to her stepmom and one of my friends and stuff because she has it set, but she's gonna sell two thousand twenty cookies. And I was like, Whoo! "Baby, I don't think that's gonna happen, guys." But gotta, <laughs> hey, we're gonna get some leverage. And listen, you guys did a great job last week. In we had almost double what we usually have so That's thank awesome. you so much for sharing our podcast with your friends keep it up yeah we really appreciate it i think it just makes it more fun too because the more people listening the more yeah. people are interacting on our social media and it really is then like a whole group of us just right. around having conversations about general hospital I exactly love i love it so okay how about you what's your reality i started so i ordered my burton nutrition burn and slim woohoo I posted it on our Instagram. I started it on Friday, and it's good. So far, so good. I mean, it's Slim and Burn kit. So they have a couple different starter kits, and I got the Chocolate Vegan Protein. comes with the Probiotic, Ultimate GCB, and the Ultimate Cleanse. We actually have a 10% off if you go to our website, peer54podcast.com. Under the Savings tab, you can scroll down, and the link will directly take you to Burton Nutrition, where you can get 10% off your order. It's really good, and they ship very quickly because I ordered it right before New Year's. Oh, okay. So there were some days that were federal holidays that right. mail did not get delivered, but I got it pretty quickly. And you also get a shaker bottle and a water bottle. Wow. So that was really cool. And I found out on Thursday in my office we had our 2020 kickoff for the year. Woohoo! And I'm just sitting there, and she's going over the top producers for the year. and. Then she said, and our rookie of the year, and she said the sales number, and I have, I know I can go find that information, but it's, right now, I haven't yeah, gotten into all the math of this, that, and the other thing, you right. know, and I only started, I got my license May 1st, I only really started in June, because the first month, I was doing basically training every day, right? and it was me, I got the rookie of the year. And so excited. 
I almost did as much as one of the top producers too. Wow. I was really, really close. So if I had had like two more sales or one really good one, but <laughs> I'm just, and it's hard for me to, and everyone's like, did you know, you know what I mean? Everyone's clapping. And one girl was like, did you know? I said, I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know. But those that. are the best kind of surprises. And I was and just, you're like, I had no idea. I wasn't even shooting for this. It just no. happened because you're awesome. I just wanted to be able to yeah. get started, you know, and I don't know. I feel like everything that I have done over the, and it's not, even though I quote got my license in May, I've done so much networking and oh, everything yeah. over the past like nine years right. that I built up a strong sphere of influence and I was able to really hit the ground running. Awesome. So I am just so happy you should be you should be totally proud of yourself i know that you hate to like to your own horn but you did awesome that was so and hard because i posted it on my facebook page and i was like should i do this should i do this yes and good job but yeah so and this was really my first week back to life since surgery right so i haven't had so basically i mean i scheduled everything how i did before surgery and it's gone pretty well so I have my post up on Monday, so we'll be good to go. The girls are doing good. <laughs> so, yeah, so join us on Thursday. We're going to be talking about, I wanted to say Cassandra, and I don't know why. <laughs> Instead of Charlotte, my brain went, nope, that's not who we're talking about. All about Charlotte. Yes. Some people got a little confused by us talking about Claudette last week. Yeah. You're like, what, wait, what do you mean that Valentine is not her? Yeah. Go we'll back and listen it. to Claudette. Listen to Claudette, and then, and then we're going to fall right into it. So yep. between the two, you will have a full understanding of how we got Little Miss Charlotte. Yep. So have a, a good week. Oh, my gosh. I messed that up. Okay. <laughs> so have a good week, and we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 